Hey guys, welcome yeah. to Earspuds. So, before Ethan takes us away, uh, I have a couple announcements. One, the website is up. We reached our patron goal. Now, the whole like submitting peer review things, that was a total joke. I did some research in having a legit peer reviewed article. Um, I don't think that's that's our goals. I don't think that's our ambitions for this. So, but we do have a website, and you can Are you telling me that you aren't... <laughs> what? That you aren't going to design a website solely for my Wikipedia article? No. But we have all of our information and links on there, and so if you want, if you're like, oh man, where do I email them, or you forget something, you go to earspuds.org, right there, everything you need. Um, I just wanted to announce that. That's it. That's all I got. I feel like there's something. Oh, and Ethan is going to go. He hasn't seen it yet, or he hasn't looked through it completely yet. So he's going to go read the About Us section. Okay, earspuds.com. Wow. Um, it's currently loading, but I have this wonderful beige landscape ahead of me. Um, yeah, meet the team. <laughs> Ethan Hasenroll is a self-proclaimed media star. He is on popular sites such as Wikipedia. Oh, At the I age of two, how... Ethan knew he wanted to entertain more than just his mother with his antics. Ethan is the co-founder and co-host of the Ears podcast Earspuds. All true. All true things. That is a sick shirt you got. Okay, let's talk about the saga of the Hershey shirt. Um, <laughs> real quick. So, on the... <laughs> so I was probably 11, and I got mm-hmm. this... Hershey's shirt that I adored and I wore it for many a year. I got it from, I got used from, I think it was a value village. Uh-huh. And this Hershey shirt I've seen on approximately 20 of Isaac's family members <laughs> throughout the last five years when I gave him some of my clothes. No, it has it. just been and me. I think it's just been me wearing the Hershey shirt. But I've been in. It's been in a lot of. Pictures. I swear, Corwin and then wore it. Monterey, Monterey. Oh, Corwin's worn it, and Monterey has worn it. Yeah, yeah. It's. I still have it. Yeah, it's like a I, I wore it yesterday. So it's, like, it's an awesome shirt. Ow, that's it's old. Because yeah. if you got it from Value Village, it's got to be. I, I'd say ten plus years. It's ancient. Maybe. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've had it forever and it's still holding up. My child, um, sorry, but will wear it probably. My children, whenever. <laughs> yeah, that, that needs to be your first uh, baby <laughs> picture. Has to be them in that shirt. And just like, and like oh, the dude, time when they grow yes. up. Yes, but they grow up into the shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually. And by the end, it's literally just now. a pile of rags. I'm actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually considering this, dude. That's yeah. a genius. Okay, all right. We're making making read plans. read, uh, read Isaac, the about Isaac. Yeah. yeah, Isaac Soto isn't sure how he got roped into doing a podcast, but he's the co-founder and co-host of the Earspuds of Earspuds. Ethan says it all was all Isaac's idea, but this scares him a little bit. Okay, kind of narcissistic. Isaac is a professional artist since he was he sold a single piece of artwork. Wouldn't we? While he wouldn't call himself a starving artist, he admits that he feels that way sometimes. I think these are both very representative of who we are. Uh huh. I know, like completely. They know exactly who we are. Um. Yeah. Uh. I don't really. Uh. Okay. So uh, yeah. Uh. So for um, this. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Um, yeah. I just want to tell a quick story today. Uh, I was, uh, so as you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a scientist. I dabble in the scientific arts, if you will. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I hosted a, a club fair for a science, uh, for like a science club, basically. Oh. And so like the whole idea of the club is like you're, you're. Uh, like being helped with homework and it's like it's just like kind of a fun thing okay okay and so at the nerds science club non-nerds yeah yeah it's a, it's a good time and at this science club i decided it'd be a funny bit if i tried to convince people that we were sponsored by otter pops and so i spent two hours <laughs> this today convincing trying to convince people that our science club was sponsored by otter pops I told them, like, it- we have $125,000 worth of backlog, and we will give it to one person at the end of the year. <laughs> and then 
Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> like, it was psychotic. And I <laughs> I kept on going. And my sister was there, bless her heart. And she's very, very put together, very, like, one thing after each other. and uh, The opposite of Ethan. Yeah, it was... It was just a good time. And so if anyone from the Science Club is listening, we aren't sponsored by Otter Pops, and you won't get $125,000 with the backlog. <laughs> so for this this episode, I have a, a, a format that I would like to just, just bring to the front. That way we know we have a game plan on what we're about to do. Um, so I'm going to be uh, telling you a little bit about a topic here. Okay. And then uh, we're going. I'm trying to going to try convince you that this topic is important. Okay. And then okay. we're going to have a quick uh, back and forth afterwards because I have a little uh, informational article that we're going to uh, talk at. about. Okay. Yeah. Look at and then we're gonna have a debate. And so it's we're gonna have um, a debate. Yeah. Oh boy. You could call it a debate. I gotta wake up. I um, think more caffeine for this. We're gonna cue some music right now. We're gonna get the most dramatic music physically possible. <laughs> okay. The auditory medium of music is an ancient tradition that dates back to over 35,000 years ago. Now there have been many different genres of music throughout the ages. Beginning with ancient chants in unison, eventually harmony, harmony was developed. Things began to pick up in what was called the Baroque period, where composers like Bach and Haydn pushed the limits of music with multiple melodies happening at the same time. Then, the classical period brought new forms of music with sonatas and concertos made by Mozart, specializing in highlighting beautiful and complex melodies to listen to. Then, the Romantic period created Singer's by Beethoven, allowed listeners to experience complex emotion through creative expression by the performer and the artist alike. Finally, we have the modern period, which pushes the boundaries of harmony and melody with asymmetrical melodies and chords. Although, orchestral music has become less popular. We still th- use traditions created by composers to create the pop music that you most likely listen to on your 2005 iPod Nano. Pop music began with folk songs and exploded with the composition of early 20th century songs like Fly Me to the Moon. However, an affront to pop music was brewing in New Orleans, Louisiana, 50 years before Fly Me to the Moon was even written. Scandalous and unseemly, ragtime and blues was played by predominantly African-American nightclubs. You can practically hear the light chatter as a muted trumpet wails in the back of a smoke-filled room. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> so Isaac, what are your thoughts so about the musical genre, jazz? Well, that's a very broad. Be one hundred percent honest. It depends on what like section of jazz we're talking about. Because like if it's one hundred percent jazz, it's like. What do you mean? Other ones. By one hundred percent jazz. I'm talking one hundred percent jazz, as in like one hundred percent improv and one hundred percent. They're playing the piano or whatever instrument they are doing, and they're playing it in such a way as to try to impress all of their other jazz friends, because only their jazz friends will get and appreciate the music. They're like, they're basically putting as much technique and creativity in it to where it doesn't, it's not enjoyable to like the average listener. It's literally only for jazz people. Does that make sense? I don't like that stuff. But like, dude, Stevie Wonder, if that's considered jazz, bro, that's fire. That that's kind of yeah, that's kind of jazz. He has yeah. jazz chords in there. Stuff like that. And yeah. Um personally, I am a big fan of jazz. You are a fan as of you every know, jazz. As I remember many you of our listeners jazz. Playing stuff in the car for me that sounded like an eight year old banging on a piano and you're like, that technique. Yeah. Oh it's like dude. Oh ho 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 The beautiful <laughs> tickle the ivories. <laughs> Yeah. I don't, I just okay, I I'm very passionate about jazz. I like yeah, I felt like the piano was being tickled. That's what it sounded like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it has one of the really really strange laughs that you hear on yeah, like Yeah, yeah. It's like you're getting secondhand embarrassment video. from the piano and like <laughs> the player would stop because you're making it's making everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And then it goes on slightly too long, and everyone else is just looking at them. They're yeah. kind of like, bruh. Like, oh, okay. Um, and so the, the medium of jazz, it's, it is beautiful. It's cool, hip, and deserves more respect. And uh, I agree uh, in some ways. You wouldn't expect this, but it's actually the most patriotic form of music. It's oh. the only form of music that was formed. I mean, the in only America. one that matters in <laughs> I was the about United to say, States of America. I was about to say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Grunge? I don't know. It's kind of mid. It's not really a form of music, I don't think. Isaac is currently Googling what forms of music were, formed, were made. Bluegrass. Hey, bluegrass and country. I do not like either, but I know that bluegrass and country started in America. Your dad loves bluegrass music. Oh, dude. Okay. I mean, he could play on the banjo. Um, rap started. You were... You, listen, rock and roll, Broadway, uh, swing, blues. The, okay, listen. I'm just I'm just saying real quick. Okay, jazz is bold, blues. I will die on the hill. Jazz oh, wait, is blues. But, yes. I mean, well, it's the well, only form of music that actually matters. Jazz. Okay, so you're saying yeah, hip-hop actually, doesn't matter. Broadway it's the foundation matter. Big of band jazz. doesn't matter. I'm yeah, saying those R&B, are all jazz. Didn't I'm R&B saying... Turn into jazz. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait. We, we will get into this. We will get into you're, this, okay. You were cur- no, jazz turned into R&B. No, that's right, yeah. R&B is another subgenre. Yeah. It was like blues, um, then jazz, then quirky blues. Yeah, it's like like you have like the fancy chords, and then you have uh, like Babyface singing all, all over it. You know, I freaking I don't love Babyface. Cut dude. that out or not? No, we're we're keeping that in, baby. I practiced for that. <laughs> You're the one. I knew the Babyface so, would come so. up. Oh my god, what a good! I think they were the '80s. What a good band. I set the scene. Actually, we already set the scene. We're in the back of a smoke-filled room, and there's yeah. Uh, I was about to say a muted I, I trumpet playing. The scene was set. We just went way off topic. Yeah, the scene has been set. So I'm okay for for this podcast. I'm gonna gloss over uh, ragtime and like early blues stuff. It's very cool. Um, very basically, legit. so jazz started. Uh, it mm-hmm. w- happened uh, during slavery times. Uh, we are an anti-slavery podcast. Um, uh, we are. Thanks. That is one yeah, of our foundational really beliefs. Needed wanted... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to clarify. In case so this episode's <laughs> anti is anti-slavery. So early jazz um, uh, happened during slavery time. So like they made their own instruments, um, which is really freaking sick. And then they also used um, like right out of slavery, uh, they used like uh, less quality instruments because they couldn't afford it because they just got out of slavery, right? And so that's when you see uh, forms of uh, jazz, like ragtime. Um, you know, you, you, you walk into a saloon and you hear ragtime playing. It's on a out-of-tune piano, but you hear that, you know. That's what makes um, it ragtime. And so, yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's fun and insanely hard. Um, massive respect to, I know he's long dead, but uh, Scott Joplin, legend. If only I could do a podcast with Scott Joplin. Um, um, So, we're going to skip over this early jazz period, and we're going to go straight into the 1920s. Okay, picture this. It's Prohibition era, era, um, and so people are going to speakeasies uh, to drink illegally. Don't break the law, kids. And... So they go to the speakeasy, and then they need some music to play. What are they going to play? Jazz. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is where you get, you know, you're kind of your classical, like, you get... It's still kind of blues. It's, like, early jazz, and so it's not, uh-huh. not anything crazy. But, um, you know, like, the 12-bar blues is, like, really right. popular during this right. time. 16-bar blues are very popular. I mean, what else are you going to play um, drinking illegally? Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, like hearing like some some woman in the background like singing this beautiful song with a piano, you know, like it's mm-hmm. that is the place to be. Um, uh, actually, fun fact I did learn while researching this episode. Uh, okay. So the term jazz was coined by I love the phrase coined. Coined is a good yeah, phrase. Yeah, because it's like your coin. Yeah, 
it is coin face. We should coin. Yeah. We should um, coin our podcast. Eat I'd, your spuds coin. Sense. Your spuds coin. coin. We should our first our merch, big coin and your spuds coin. Your spuds coin. Oh, a digital coin, like a oh. Yeah, look at NFT, dude. No. Okay. Um, so the term jazz was actually coined by a baseball player in 1912. Because like there was what? What's more American? Yeah. What is more American? Baseball yeah, and like jazz. Straight up. I mean, come on. <laughs> There's a thing called yeah. jazz. Yeah. It's like I jazz ball, and it's like you throw the ball. And it goes back and forth. And he said, oh, oh wow, the music is going back and forth. Oh, it's quirky. Crazy. Wow. It's very quirky. Is that why I, I some people just can't understand it? Because, like, it's a jazz ball. It's just so hard to, like, hit. Like, does that make sense? Like, I, I'm going to It kind of makes sense, yeah. I'm going to stop the analogy right there. And so, like, if you imagine... Uh, so jazz is kind of different from the other balls because it's um, actually better... It's actually better because it's difficult to hit, um, and so that means it's better. Because in baseball, you want to hit the ball and make it go bye bye. Uh huh. And then you like run around the bases or something. This is a really you good analogy. Like, you, you get like a touchdown, right? If you steal like home. Yeah. Yeah. When the ball go- when the ball go bye bye, you get touchdown. Yeah, but if like if I they think catch that's the rules. That's like a yellow flag, right? If you like, right? I think they changed the rules um, because I know they were changing the rules recently. And so I think the yellow flag actually happens when the ball goes uh, bye-bye too far. Oh, okay. People are getting too strong. Like, yeah. Rough. Yellow flag basically means uh, yeah. time to get the roids checked yeah. out. You know? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the yellow, the yellow flag is the, the, is the roid check. flag. That's what they call it. Yeah. <laughs> roid check. <laughs> I love baseball. We, we uh, love dude, baseball. baseball, best sport. Dude, or Los roid Angeles ball, Beavers, as we like to call it. Like, best team. Yeah. The Seahawks. <clears throat> dude. Yeah. I really like the Vikings. I love, I love Seahawks baseball. Yeah. Um, and so after my man uh, coined jazz ball um there was something developed uh not not one thing um but basically a collection of songs going to baseball so after this man coined baseball (laughs) you said it again was that on purpose after this man coined baseball something was developed um called the great american songbook have you ever heard of this? After this man coined jazz, right? After this man coined baseball. <laughs> so stupid. It's like the worst bit ever. Okay, as, as I was saying, as this man coined baseball, um, something called the Great American Songbook was developed. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, no. That's, that's all good. Like, it's, like, so, um, it's not like a book, which is dumb. It should be a natural book. Just like NFTs aren't like art. Yeah, kind of. Well, so we have a couple options here on this path. And I could either A, continue with the analogy with NFTs, or B, explain what it actually <laughs> is. What would done. you like? It's <laughs> kind of a choose your own adventure. <laughs> if you. Please, <laughs> please. If you click A, uh, how you choose that adventure is you exit out of Spotify. <laughs> That's actually how you get that ending. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm gonna choose A. Okay. Now B, please, please. Like, just Thank you for listening. Me. Okay. So the Great American Songbook. So <laughs> it's a collection of songs, <laughs> and uh, that was developed like 1910s, kind of like to 1930s. Mm-hmm. Uh, not an actual book. It's just uh, what they call. Like this genre of songs. So, like, have you ever heard the song Fly Me to the Moon? Yes. Autumn Leaves? Yes, I think. All of Me? Yes. Yeah. So, like, songs like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, you imagine, like, just, like, basically Frank Sinatra. But Frank Sinatra was later. It's mostly just Frank. Um, Mostly just Frank. Sinatra was his uh, alter ego. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're anti-Sinatra um, but pro-Frank 
Yeah, <laughs> Bro Frank podcast. Um, and so, like, eventually, uh, like, this would, like, you, you can see, like, if you go to, like, uh, music stores, you can see Great American Songbook. That's not, I mean, it's just the collection of songs. It's called the Great American Songbook. Anyways, um, and so, uh, during, uh, it is, like, the 40s onward, uh, probably until, like, the 70s, mm-hmm. there were fake books developed from these songs. And so, a fake book is basically uh, someone had uh, Fly Me to the Moon, mm-hmm. and then they just wrote some chords underneath it. And it was okay. called a fake book because they didn't have the rights to it. Um, okay. Okay. And so these were like highly illegal because you have like best selling pop songs and you're re- reproducing it. So if you wanted to get a fake book in like the 1950s, what you had to do is you literally had to go to a music store and then you would have to bribe someone and then they would bring out the fake book and sell it to you from like the back. You, what happens if you go into a music store that doesn't sell fake books and then you try to bribe them? Like, I don't know. They'll like, give you an extra guitar like, pick. <laughs> it's like, man, this guy really is a like, collector guitar pick, dude. That's like, kind of strange, yeah. They get like, <laughs> album from the back. They're like, man, I know, dude. I've been waiting this, this, this for this. this. the Black Market Beatles album. And you're like, what the crap? Yeah. <laughs> was even was Beatles even around? No. What? Wow, that joke. Uh, no, really no, this really is like, died. this is early. That joke this really is like uh, before World War II. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. I regret We've mentioned the Beatles a lot on this podcast. I'm just saying. They're, I mean. The last three episodes. No, Paul McCartney is still alive, so he should be still, on the next he, episode. He, he should, yeah. I'll yeah. email him. Okay, good. They'll, they'll be the next investigative <laughs> like, journalism. Legitimately, email Paul McCartney. <laughs> um, and so this fake book, uh, it's illegal, and so people start like it, it was one sheet at a time. Then eventually, people started selling pamphlets and like actual books um there were but it wasn't really standardized because it wasn't copyrighted you know Uh everyone else is producing their own fake book so now what jazz players use is called the real book oh so there's the great american song book which isn't a book and there's the fake book and there's the real book and so the real book uh started uh was created by students at the berkeley college of music not uc berkeley uh berkeley college of music in east coast Massachusetts, yeah. Um, and so, like, they started, like, trying to get the rights and everything. And then eventually, uh, the Hal Leonard Corporation in 2004 started producing real books. And so now you have perfectly licensed, standardized real books that you can play melodies with. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. So it's like a fake book, but it's, like, not fake. It's not illegal. Yeah, it's like... It's like you're not, it's like downloading a torrent, like a movie using a torrent versus watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Former is better. And so. Uh, that's a joke. Piracy is not a victimless crime. <laughs> we are an anti-piracy, anti-slavery podcast. <laughs> Dude, pirates are bad. I'm just saying. Like, come on. Yeah. What's your best pirate accent? Nope. We've, we've done this before. I'll do mine. It did not end well. I'll nope. do mine. Nope. I'll do mine. Remember, remember that day? Nope, we're not doing that again. Yar. So using, <laughs> I like how it ended after the yar. Like you tried to keep it yeah. up, and it just did not work. <laughs> yeah. So, like in jazz, basically, uh, what you do is you use songs from the Great American Songbook, mm-hmm. um, or the real book rather, and then mm-hmm. you kind of put your own spin on it. So you use the chords mm-hmm. and you use the melody. Then you do that. So, uh, using these songs, uh, starting in the 30s, uh, we have the swing period of jazz. And so, this had artists like Count Basie, Duke Ellington, you know, those people. Mm-hmm. You've heard of both of those people, right? Uh, and so, it's Count Basie. I don't know who Count Basie is. Okay, well, Duke Ellington. Duke Ellington. Yeah, yeah. Sir Duke. Sir, yeah. Sir Duke, no, Stevie I, Wonder. I, 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 That's I, I, called I, I, a callback. I know Duke Ellington, but I don't know. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Casey Basie. Um, no, like it's a baseball Basie. player. Um, like so, like a 
Casey, what's his name? Oh, that's Babe Ruth. What? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I had an absolute brain fart. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Babe Ruth is basically kind of basic at this point. Um, so dur- during the swing period, uh, you might have heard of a swing pattern when they play do 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 do. There is a baseball do, player you know? called Casey. Casey struck out. It's like a famous poem. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not you. I was just in my own world thinking, why did I think of Casey? Casey. Can I read this poem, please? It's very short. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Wait, I think it's actually pretty long. I'll, I'll read like two, two, like the first and last stanza. Casey at the bat. This is, a, this is like one of the... If you do not know Ernest Thayer... Ernest Lawrence Thater, 1863-1940. And you don't know Casey at the bat. I mean, you need to. It is a long poem. It's, it's, but so, the outlook wasn't brilliant for Mudville 9 that day. The score stood 4-2 with but one inning more to play. And then when Cooney died at first and Barrows did the same, a pall-like silence fell upon the patrons of the game. Basically, Casey comes back and people were like, if only Casey could but get a whack at that. Like they'd like Casey'd hit out. Uh, But Flynn came and then Jimmy Blake... Um, the former was a hoodoo while the latter was a cake. A grim melancholy sat. First there seemed but little hey, chance. Can you start of wrapping this, please? Getting to the bat. <laughs> I can't know. <laughs> okay, Flynn hit a single to the women of all, and Blake, the much despised, tore the cover off the ball. And when the dust had lifted and men saw what had occurred, there was Jimmy safe a second and Flynn a hug in third. Okay, so then from 5,000. Th- anyways, basically, Casey gets up. There was ease in Casey's manner as he stepped into his place. There was pride in Casey's bearing and a smile lit Casey's face. So Casey comes up. They're like, oh, Casey's amazing. And basically, he has to hit the ball, right? And if he gets a home run, they'll get like three points because those two guys will go and he'll go. And they'll, I think it's tie or win. And it's like the last inning. So anyways, close, so, and now the leather cover sphere came hurtling through the air. And Casey stood a-watching it in haughty grandeur there. Close by the sturdy batsman, the ball unheeded sped. That ain't my style, said Casey. Strike one, the umpire said. Basically, Casey just stood there. And then on the third one, and now the pitcher holds the ball. Now he lets it go. And now the air is shattered by the force of Casey's blow. Oh, somewhere in this favored land, the sun is shining bright. The band is playing somewhere, and somewhere hearts are light. And somewhere men are laughing, and somewhere children shout. But there is no joy in Mudville. Mighty Casey has struck out. The sneer is gone from Casey's lip, his teeth are clenched with hate. He pounces cruel violence with his bat upon the plate. And now, the pitcher holds the ball, and now he lets go. And now the air is shattered by the force of Casey's blow. Eminem is really writing some bars now. <laughs> Anyways, uh... For those of you who don't know, Eminem is a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> I really, uh... <laughs> Anti-M&M. Um, continue. All right. So picture this. Uh, 1930s. It's uh, the swing era of jazz. And so uh, they have bands swing. like uh, Duke Ellington. Have you ever heard of Duke Ellington? Yes, I have. Yeah. And so basically during this period, uh, you know, you get the classic swing pattern. The do, 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 You know, that thing. And so that kind of has carried out. And so as you, as you uh, listen to me explain this so eloquently, mm-hmm. uh, you'll realize that things are slowly building. And so mm-hmm. in the 1930s, you get the swing. And then throughout the rest of jazz, you'll kind of hear the swing influence. And so one thing just keeps on adding to another. Like, And right. you can always hear like the blues influence. So it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 40s interesting. is the bebop period. Um, so basically, it's bebop. it's faster than jazz. And you start hearing people get really, really good at jazz. And so, Miles Davis, you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. So, um, he he steps into the scene, uh, a young lad. Uh, true story, he actually got booed off the stage the first time he ever performed when he was like 15. That's a fat rip. And then, yeah, yeah. it's a fat rip. Fat rip to all the people that could have been to Camp, not Count Basie's, to Miles Davis's. Uh, concert, first concert. Anyways, um, so forties, uh, everything's a little bit faster. People b- basically become virtuosos of jazz mm-hmm. because jazz has now been established. It's now, like, form. actually more popular. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, after that, uh, late 40s, kind of 50s area era, uh, everyone is coming home from World War II. Mm-hmm. And so you don't really want this super tense, like that thing going on. You don't want that. Obviously. You don't want that. You want what? kind of oh, something uh, a little bit more PSD. cool, uh, aka cool jazz. Um, so it's kind of slower, and people start expend- experimenting with a little bit more uh, like complicated harmony. It's not insane yet. Um, but have you ever heard of Chet Baker? No. Or Dave Brubeck? Um, Chet right. Baker was like this trumpet player. And so he was, he was famous for playing very sparsely, um, mm-hmm. but very intentional with his notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Brubeck, uh, he made the song Take Five. Uh, very good song. And then Miles Davis is uh, yeah. also during this period. And Miles Davis will be here until the 80s. Um, okay. And during this time, people start doing drugs with jazz. Uh, so people wow, really dropped that. One. Okay. It's I'm I'm just saying this because historically, um, right. as you can see, as more drugs get introduced, the wilder it gets. Mm-hmm. And so, forties people actually start doing it. So Chad Baker was uh, addicted to cocaine for a long time. That's sad. And uh, that's actually how he died, which is sad. Um, Dr. Pepper, guys, and then not coke. That's all I gotta say. Diet Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Diet Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Pe- <laughs> what? Why did you just say it again? <laughs> Diet Pepper. Okay. So, uh, after cold jazz, people are getting... They're getting wild. And so now, we had bebop, and now it's hard bop. Okay? Oh, and so this is when people get... People get wild with it. Okay? It gets super fast. And people were insane virtuosos. Um, this is my personal favorite uh, period of jazz because it has uh, influence from the bebop and cool jazz. Um, but there's also kind of like Latin uh, mm-hmm. pieces. And so uh, I guess it's kind of more of a bossa nova, but like uh, like Girl from Ipanema. Have you ever heard that song? Darling, Dana, nope. young nope. and lovely. That. Another French oh, oh I've, heard but, I've heard it. I've heard it. I've heard it. Yeah. So it's kind kind of like there's kind of a spectrum now. There's this intense stuff, and then there's kind of a more Latin, like South American thing, which is cool. I like that. Pretty cool. And so again, Miles Davis uh, pushes the bar um, mm-hmm. with with this uh, insane, and then uh, jazz kind of took a turn uh, more towards hard bop, and uh, they started using like electronic instruments more Mm -hmm. uh so this is the late 60s uh, 70s and so it kind of combined like rock and funk and so we created the fusion era of jazz okay um and so people are getting kind of weird with it um uh it's kind of weird like the most influential people uh during this era were of course miles davis and then people who played with miles davis so chick korea um he was the pianist for Miles Davis for a while, and also Herbie Hancock was also the pianist for okay. yeah, Miles Davis yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. with herpes. Yeah, I, know. Um, I, I, I love her, Herbie. Herbie. Herbie Hancock. I need to see him before he goes. Yeah, I, he's like I'm eighty-eight, just dude. Start it's like it's sad. Words. Yeah, sir. <laughs> yeah. Did you not hear what I said the last like two times? Yeah, Herpy, Herpy I, I've been ignoring it. Oh, okay. Herpy Hancock is my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Herpy. Um, and, true story. I almost saw Chick Corea um, one okay. time, but I didn't get around to it. Uh, and then, Why? like the next month, he died. Oh no! That's, and that was oh, that was I remember the you telling me about that. Yeah. Yeah, I was. It was very sad. And then. Uh, uh, 80s onward is uh, modern jazz. And so it's gone kind of a few directions. Uh, during the 90s, people were mm-hmm. into smooth jazz, which right. I don't understand. I yeah. Kenny G is weirds me out. Um, and then like now people are kind of going back to bebop fusion. There hasn't really been like a whole title shift. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so 
Uh, jazz has been a developed art form for about 100 years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's had influence in modern music. So, like, hip-hop uses jazz chords. Uh, if you listen to, like, modern classical music, they have, like, some, like, funky, like, it's called, like, atonal, like, uh, chords in it. It's, uh, it's kind of interesting. And then, like, right now, last year, uh, Bruno Mars released the album Silk Sonic, which had a lot of jazz, like, influences. It's cool. I right. like that. With all this, uh, what do you what do you now think of jazz? What are your thoughts? Um, how how much do you different. love jazz now? I think it's interesting. I I think I have more of an understanding mm-hmm. of its origins, but I think I still have the same mm-hmm. uh, appreciation and view on it. <laughs> So you don't think the fact that they had to bribe people to buy fake books in the back of music stores in order to play this uh, scandalous mm-hmm. art form? You don't think that's cool? That's cool, but like... That's hype. I have more respect for jazz in the past now than I did, but... <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> I... So you have more respect though. You it's been a yeah. net positive. Yeah. It's been a net positive. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to listen yeah. to it more. But um so the next 3 hours of this podcast are going to be us listening to different uh, clips of jazz. And okay. so we can skip right through that. Um and then so after you've learned to appreciate jazz and I've uh, shown you all these clips. Um okay. I'm have you ever heard of scatting? You know what, what scatting is, is? Scatting. You know, like when jazz singers go up and they go shibbly boop bop 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 yeah, 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 okay. So in the background, I'm gonna play play some like smooth blues. Mm. All right, so, like smooth blues. Okay. Right. So I step up to the mic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, good morning. I can't. That sounds racist. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't need oh, to do. Oh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Baba Dum 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 Mask Dum 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 You're not an auctioneer. What the heck? I don't know. <laughs> Oh, soul! Twenty cattle to Kenny. Smooth jazz, not 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 the like hard stuff when they're doing drugs. Okay. No, no. I just I just want to hear you scat. Like, okay. I'll go first. I'll give you an example. Very good. Very good. Like a You're already a jazz oh, legend. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go through... Um, I have a little tutorial here. On scatting? On how to improve our scatting ability. Oh, so we're going to do before and after. Okay, okay. Yeah. Right, I got this. Okay. Yeah. So, let's... I want. I've done a lot of talking. I think it's about your time. Do some talking. All right, so I, get, I need to read so this right, out. <clears throat> Yeah, so right now we're on the best website on the internet besides Wikipedia, WikiHow. Um, yeah. And so we have an article called Getting Used to Scatting. And okay. I'm just going to take it away. So, number one, use improvised syllables and sounds to scat. <laughs> I can't get over the word scatting. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is obviously. Scat. That's a scat on that ground. I'm going to track this animal because of its scat. Okay, anyways. Over instrumental tracks, so we we already we already did that, you know, wap, bap, dip, boop, dapa, you know, random random syllables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Practice mm-hmm, call mm-hmm. and responses with scat singers and instrumental lines. Oh, okay. Oh, you need to right, use so, your voice. Uh, do you want to do you want to do a call? But as an instrument, we should we should do a call and response. Do you want to do that? How about you like, get the setup, and I'll keep reading. Start with simple rhythmic syllables, focusing on melody instead of new sounds. As you begin improvising your own scattered lines, start with a couple of accepted scat words and syllables. Simple percussive noises are the easiest way to start, using sounds like bop, beep, ski, do. 
do re accent modulate and have fun with your syllables a little rhythmic variety with duplets and triplets or beep da bop Learn the chord progressions to improve like a jazz singer. So just learn jazz chord progressions. Scat through your vocal solos to bridge classical singing and scatting. And get a little weird with tone, voice, and coloring. Oh, Listen to Ellie Fitzgerald Tenderly, a dear, common, loving song with deep and almost monstrous scat sound. And yet it fits. Interesting. Wow, bamba. Wow, it's stupid. You bamba. Wow, bamba. <laughs> okay, we so need to have, like, I think jazz we practice playing this entire our... time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> we need to practice some. So let's that. do a little bit of call and response. Call and response. Uh, so I'll do. Um, so I'll I'll do a uh, couple bars, and then you'll pick it up. I'll practice. And then I'll do it. a couple so bars. I, I have to. And... I have to copy. You. Well, we're both practicing. No, no, no. No. So like, copy. I w- this this step is about copying. Copy your favorite singer. Okay. Okay, so do you want to copy my scats or should I copy you, yours? I'm going to copy yours. I'm going to try to verbatim copy. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Ready? Bopski, bopadoopa, bopadoopa, bay. Bopski, bopadoopa, bopadoopa, bay. Very good. That was really close. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. That was I'm, really good, actually. I'm a, I'm a scatter, dude. I'm scatting all over the place. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, we're done. <laughs> wow. I've I can hear the improvement already. What? You're you're a professional scatter. Should I release? (laughs) Should we make a patron goal of fifteen dollars and I release a full two minutes of scatting to royalty free jazz? Yes. (laughs) Should we do that? Okay. All right. Yeah, another episode of Isaac and Ethan begging for money. (laughs) Isaac will scat. (laughs) To release really horrible music. We need to have, we need to have an earspuds Earspuds music account for music. <laughs> yeah, first, like earspuds music. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. Please, twenty dollar patron goal, y'all. Isaac will scat for two minutes. I will, I will put, and I will put my soul into this. I will look up scatting. You and will, I will do actually the research. Go through these steps in practice, and I will make a scatting album. <laughs> we will. Okay, actually, I will do the scatting music. But it will only be released to Brotatoes on our patron, which yes. is a three dollar uh, pledge. Yeah, I'll do that. It'll be a it'll the the scatting song will be a patron only content. Yeah, which we don't want to have too much of, guys. Yeah, we will release the <clears throat> yeah. Isaac Soto scatting EP. What what do you think? What do you think uh, you would call it? What's your uh, EP to album? Scat. Or not to scat. A scat in time. Um, scatting across the universe. Uh, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got another Scatting free. Non-conformatist scatting. Scatting outside the men box. In, men in scat. Beyond borders of scat. <laughs> <laughs> Bare naked scat. <laughs> Scat and afraid. <laughs> I have to name it that now. I have to name it now. Scat and afraid. <laughs> Scatterology. Scatolingus. Yeah, there's. Okay. <laughs> Oh, what the? You just said that and kept talking like it's kind of like it's okay. Yeah, that's my new favorite bit. <laughs> I I love just saying 
things that don't make sense and then acting like they're normal and waiting for people to answer. Yeah. I really liked it. I liked the part in the third episode or something where I was like, oh yeah, you had one. <laughs> and then I asked the next question and you just lost it. I literally destroyed the microphone. Okay. We apologize for that. Scat. <laughs> it's not. Chap scat. You get it? Because like, my lips chap. Scat. Okay. Um, okay. There are many. There's there are a lot, lot of blueberries. I feel like we can keep a majority of this it. in. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I think I think I think I might be a jazz vocalist. Maybe. Yeah, like I so we turned you from hating jazz to professional jazz vocalist because you are being paid for it. I know, like I don't know, dude. I'm being yeah. paid for this. Well, I might be being paid. Hurry up, gal, dude. What in the world? Okay, I I do wonder how my wife feels because I'm like I'm gonna record a podcast and you know normal talking and then it gets into like 20 minutes of like. <laughs> with no explanation yeah you're you're getting, getting a lot of juice this time you're not getting juice you're getting freaking gatorade a lot of you might you say jazz that was the dumbest statement i've ever said i was just saying they were getting jazz hey guys i really want to thank you for listening to this episode no you got <laughs> dumb ones what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't um, have anything else that's it? We've just been... How long oh, have we been dang. recording? Because I got some more, if you want. So, uh, one of... Our, our first question, uh, this was a while ago, and uh, we just haven't had time to fit it in, um, was submitted by an anonymous an anonymous user, and uh, he's asking how to make... How to oh, make, we're going to answer uh, this? Okay. Some friends. Some some guy friends. Yeah, some ideas. Let's, let's just do fast brainstorming idea. We literally read a wiki how today on how to do that that's all i've got to say yeah you scat man they will come to you that's what i've always said and you know that if you scat they will come to you they will come to you scatters got game dude scatters got game and they got friends and that's what we're all looking for i mean ethan scats and he has me so like you know yeah that's actually how we met we met at a jazz club no, we did not. We, um, I was, I was scatting to the song, uh, Fly Me to the Moon. Um, we met on a car ride, actually. Actually, no, we didn't. We met at church. Oh, that's true. We met at a and class, I was... and I thought Ethan was a teacher's assistant because he was 12 and, like, 6'2". Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Um. Scat. So, so we got, we got scatting. Um, what I think you should do is you should, uh, so you know they make, uh, like shirts, like t-shirts with pockets, um, in the front? Yeah, and like buttons up the side, like flannel? Yeah. Wear flannel. Just wear I've, flannel, wear more flannel. No, 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 I think what you should do no, is, sorry. I mean, it, it could be flannel, um, but you should just keep, uh, a little stash of, like, snacks in there, and then hand that up to your friends. It's like, hey, want some Ooh. Snickers? Yeah, fun Bribe. size. If nothing else works, bribes always work. You yeah. might get a fake book, but you also might get a friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I throwback. I started giving uh, the people at my local music store uh, Snickers bars out of my pockets, and they looked at me really weird. Because um, <laughs> I thought you were getting a fake book. <laughs> yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought that's how it worked, but um, it's not. You they actually they prefer Hershey's. Yeah. Uh, you know what they say, Snickers. And that's what we like to call Snicker. the stab and twist in comedy. What? Because I said, I said that they didn't. Sounds like a stab prefer- and twist with like a spoon. It was a stab Jeez. and twist with a spork. Um, mm, at least, maybe give like, me some credit. Maybe like no, maybe like like a teaspoon. Or tablespoon, tablespoon. Not even like one of the spoons that have like a more like edge. Because then you know, like a tablespoon curves up and it kind of like is a blunt thing. Like the handle of a tablespoon. Maybe like the handle of like a measuring cup. I think that really was like a stab with like a blunt stick. Like like a log. But it's not like really like a bludgeon. It's more of like a little poke. You know what they call what you're doing right now? Over, over. Uh... It's called the stab yourself because that's what I want to do right now. <laughs> 
It's called the stab and twist and twist and twist. It's called the stab, stab 32 times in the chest. We're going to have to make this explicit content in this episode. We talk about yeah. stabbing too much. This is all comedy analogy, okay? Dude, yeah, this is all analogy. Dude, like, rip the head off and throw it in a garbage disposal. I mean, come on. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that is comedy gold, dude. You know what my favorite type of comedy is? Anything where they mention killing orphans. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Why are you laughing, <laughs> you monster? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Orphans are children. Just because they don't have parents doesn't mean they don't. If you put this don't. in on the first edit, I'm taking it out. I don't care. <laughs> There's no way. As I said, this is a, <laughs> a hostile takeover. <laughs> this is a communist that's not. What hey, guys. Okay, hold on. That was way too fast. Hold just a minute. I just scattered all over you guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's called the stab and the twist and the scat, dude. I just That's I called the st- <laughs> <laughs> The good old stab and scat. <laughs> <laughs> the scat and twist. <laughs> what are we gonna call this episode? We seriously need a name for it. <laughs> Anyways, no, the the scat twist is what they call a prostate exam. <laughs> 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 <No>. <laughs> for our male audience out there. Oh no. <laughs> Like I said, Rome wasn't built in a day. Just like jazz wasn't built built in a day. So, with this, uh, with this uh, deep analogy, uh, we would like to present to you uh, Rome, which is the end of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. What? Uh, Listen to our. This is Rome right now. Don't interrupt Rome, otherwise they will invade you. We haven't got to the part where Rome collapses. Actually, maybe this is Rome collapsing. Guys, uh, please... We've collapsed a long time ago. <laughs> uh, please uh, subscribe. Uh, actually, leave us ratings. Uh, that actually helps quite a bit. Uh, that'd be sick. Uh, and check out our website we, we really and feedback. Just tell us we suck. Tell us what you didn't like. We don't care. We yeah. It. Tell us you hated this episode. Um. Actually, no, what you do... It's okay. It's okay. Ethan loves this episode, so you can say whatever you want about it. What what you can do is leave a five-star rating, but then in the comments, uh, describe how much say you hate the episode. Things. That way it kind of yeah. bounces yeah, itself yeah. out, and then yeah, it's like you're not doing anything, you know? Also, send us more questions. And yeah, more questions. Say, if you ever need anything that we forget to post in the podcast details. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next uh, upcoming episode. Next Monday. Peace.